tortoise. Hello, I'm Tomini, and this is the Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, some justice for the survivors of Jeffrey Epstein's abuse. A bank that helped protect the financier who ran a sex trafficking empire has settled a lawsuit brought by a former ballet dancer. What did we learn from the case? That's after a short break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The nation's largest bank will pay almost $300 million to settle a class action suit filed by some of Jeffrey Epstein's sexual abuse victims. Earlier this month, JP Morgan announced it had reached a tentative settlement in a legal claim brought by an anonymous woman. The woman, known in the lawsuit as Jane Doe One, is a former ballet dancer who accused the bank of facilitating Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking empire and her abuse. The accusers say the bank ignored repeated warnings about Epstein, thereby allowing him to continue abusing girls and young women, all because he was a valuable client. Jane Doe was living with her mother in New York when she met Jeffrey Epstein in 2006 after being recruited by another young woman. In her lawsuit, Jane Doe said she was chastised if she refused Epstein's sexual demands and told she should be grateful for his help with her career and education. Jane Doe alleged she was a sex slave, trafficked, raped and abused. The lawsuit said, At least one of Epstein's friends used aggressive force in his sexual assault of her, and informed Doe 1 that he had had Epstein's permission to do what he wanted to her. Out of fear, Jane Doe 1 has still not named this powerful financial executive publicly. But that changed because as part of the legal battle, J.P. Morgan forced her to disclose the man's name who she accused of sexual assault. And in April, J.P. Morgan's legal filing revealed it was Jess Staley. Jess Staley rose through the ranks at J.P. Morgan to become a giant of Wall Street. If J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon gets hit by a bus tomorrow, Jess Staley probably would take his place. He was the personal contact handling all of Jeffrey Epstein's accounts for the bank. And he took customer service seriously, visiting Epstein at his home dozens of times. After Epstein was convicted of solicitation of prostitution with an underage girl in 2008, Jess Staley remained close to him. He visited Epstein during his prison sentence and sailed on his own yacht to Epstein's private island. Between 2008 and 2012, he exchanged more than 1,200 emails with Epstein from his JP Morgan account. Here's one he wrote to Epstein in 2009 from a hot tub on Epstein's private island. Next time, we're here together. I owe you much, and I deeply appreciate our friendship. I have few so profound. The legal document said Jeffrey Epstein and Jess Staley had a symbiotic relationship. 
Epstein was very well connected in New York's high society and catapulted Staley's career with ultra-high wealth clients. In exchange, Staley would use his clout within J.P. Morgan to make Epstein untouchable. Staley was the key to making all of Epstein's depraved dreams of sexual abuse and sex trafficking of countless young women possible. So when J.P. Morgan learnt it was their own former executive, Jess Staley, who'd been named in the lawsuit, they fought back, alleging that he had failed in his duty to the company. If the allegations of Doe are true, Staley repeatedly abandoned the interests of JPMC and served his own and Epstein's interests. Jess Staley denies the allegation of abuse and maintains he had no knowledge of Epstein's offending. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. One of the biggest red flags for banks looking out for suspicious accounts and evidence of money laundering is the heavy and repeated withdrawal of cash. And the signs were there in the Epstein accounts years before he was convicted of paying underage girls for sex. Epstein was doling out thousands of dollars in cash every single day as hush money to victims he was sexually abusing and to victims he was using to recruit additional victims. Cash was flowing out of his accounts and no one at J.P. Morgan seemed to be asking too many questions. During 2004 and 2005 alone, $800,000 was taken in over-the-counter withdrawals. One legal document said, The cash activity continued in the years after Epstein's plea, though J.P. Morgan accepted, without proof, that the cash was for fuel and landing fees associated with Epstein's planes. In 2008, Jeffrey Epstein's accounts did come under review at the bank. Some J.P. Morgan staff, in charge of monitoring suspicious accounts, thought they would have to ditch Epstein as a customer. In 2010, compliance staff said Epstein's accounts should go. And again, in January 2011, the compliance people listed a host of red flags. A few news stories during 2010 connect Jeffrey Epstein to human trafficking. The coverage team all met to discuss the situation and agreed to enhance monitoring and document a discussion with the client. Evidence was piling up suggesting a pattern of potentially illegal conduct. Numerous J.P. Morgan senior executives met multiple times in 2008, 2011 and 2013. But Mary Erdos, another executive, allegedly intervened to keep Epstein as a client because he is so important in the recruitment of new private banking clients. It was Jess Staley who managed the relationship and it's claimed that he acted as a protector for Epstein. Jess Staley discussed the topic with Jeffrey Epstein who replied there was no truth to the allegations, no evidence and was not expecting any problems. We will continue to monitor the accounts and cash usage closely going forward. The lawsuit brought against J.P. Morgan by Jane Doe One was due to go to trial in October. 
The bank said it decided to settle because it was in the best interests of the survivors and claimed JP Morgan would never have continued to do business with Jeffrey Epstein if it believed he was using the bank to help commit crimes. More than 100 women could benefit from the case. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. If you want to hear more about the banks and the bankers with links to Jeffrey Epstein, you can listen to our new slow newscast series, Epstein's Money Men, wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode of The Sensemaker was by David Taylor and Amy Harper. Tortoise. 